Austin Cabot, Christian Ship, Tom McGorman. Hi. What's up? What's happening, buddies? What's going I, on? I don't know. I, th- I think we're trying for a uh, another explicit rating. Little a little nightcap oh, on this no. one. Christian is this actually. This one will be the, yeah. three hours long. He's the, the per- no. I'm not. I, saying dude, I cannot last for three hours. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Christine was totally compared. Dude, yeah, she calls me the two-pump chump for a reason. <laughs> Immediately there. Oh, God. So, we are at Beard Lifestyle. We are in the pits. There's um, pit bikes running it around. It is 1 a.m., and the party bullies, the Formula Drift they guys, just, just drove by. by in 50 golf carts. That is the largest party bully show yeah. I've ever seen. Dude, we never had party bullies. They had no. Been. This is an organized party back bullies. In, and back in my insane. day. Dude. I want to be that cool someday. The first party say? bullies was literally Austin and Matt Farah finding me and my college roommate on a golf cart. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're like, why are all the Formula Drift guys following us? And we went to every party and we crashed oh, them. Dude, and so those great. dudes got crazy. It was so great. Guns, right? like, dude, it was that train awesome. lasted for like a solid <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 80 they kept coming cars. and kept coming. Yeah, yeah, dude, so, those uh, trains that keep coming are great. <laughs> yeah, Christian's really into trains. We did find that out today. So, Christian, you built a four-door Civic, and we drove it a bunch today, and I had a really good day. Ah, dude, today was a great day. Oh, so good. Yesterday was so hard, and today was so rad. Yes, yesterday, some not awesome things happened. Yeah, people crashed. They did Road Atlanta things. Well, uh, Road Atlanta yeah. going to be Road Atlanta, right? Yeah, Road Atlanta will be Road but Atlanta. no, dude, Dan so. was great. So the sedan was the greatest car ever. Yes. So, so where did the name Dan come from what? real quick? Dan the sedan, man. It's a sedan. Yeah. Maybe sed- take the... S-E off. Its name is Dan. Yeah. It's Dan the Sedan. <laughs> it's Dan. So I think it was Mike so Taylor. So if you had a coupe, would it be Oop? Well, well we don't <laughs> have a coupe. We have a Sedan. Yeah. We don't have this problem. So, this is somebody okay. else's problem. And Mike Taylor legitimately like apologized today. <laughs> Why? For naming the car. <laughs> and it's kind of a dumbass name. <laughs> it's so funny. He came up to me and he's like, Yo, Christian, I, I, I want to apologize for naming your car because you really should have named it. Yeah, like, but it's Dan. What would you it, have named it? You mean it's Grady? So Tom bought a beater ITA car at the same time. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? Similarly, and uh, I told all my friends when we raced Claptrap, my K24 Fit with, yeah. that I bought a turnkey race car, and I got autocorrected to <laughs> Turkey. Turkey. So I bought a turkey <laughs> race car. Turkey race car. And it became <laughs> called Turkey. Turkey. Which yeah. means you guys, with your EF sedan, have yeah. gravy. Turkey and gravy. I'm into that. That's perfect, not a bad man. name. Yeah, that's but Dan's actually pretty good. Also, it's Dan all gravy, baby. Right. It's all and freaking Eric can tell oh, right dude. here. And there's there's a bunch of you guys driving it. Hey, can you pass the gravy? That's hey. not. A, that's I great. See where you're going it's here. Great. This is getting good. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, so we drove a bunch of cars. Tom drove all the cars. All the cars. Every single car. Yeah. How many times do you think you went on track today? I drove nine cars, and I think I drove two of them twice today. Okay. I drove like seven more yesterday. Okay. So it's been a really good weekend. Are you communicating with these drivers, doing data share, or what are you doing with them? I mean, my goal is to like figure out what they want to do before the session so okay. I can kind of figure out, you know, cater to them what they want. So if it's yep. like, yep. I want I want set up feedback, yep. then I do that. If they want, they want to ride with me and they want to feel what the car can do, yeah. I'll do that. If they want to just, what's the lap time my car can hit? I'll do that. So it's a little bit, you know, tailored per person. Yeah. Uh, and it's been a little of each throughout, but it's been a ton of fun. I, the, the best part for me is, I mean, I get to drive on track all the time, but I yeah. don't get to drive different cars all the time. So I get to, like, this weekend I've driven a C7 Vet, and I've driven an Evo, and I've driven a WRX with lower horsepower, and I've driven a 370Z, and tomorrow I'm driving a Mustang. It's like 
yeah, I get to drive Hondas all the time on track. I get to drive front-wheel drive cars on yep. track all the time. Yep. But I get some experience this weekend and some, like, legitimacy this weekend yeah. that I don't always get. It's yeah. pretty cool. So today we were doing, Austin and I were doing the commentary in the live stream. Oh, God, I look like <laughs> such an a-hole. Such an a-hole because so, somebody didn't fill us in on yeah. what was going so, on on track. And timing didn't even know it. No. So we're, we're talking about Time Attack Group C or whatever. And all of a sudden, Josh Orr. Top freaking, of the field. Yeah. Top well, of the field. He's already group. winning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he goes like, what, a second Shames and a half? Shames a second and a half more. We're, we're going crazy. We were because losing our minds. That is the new, like, street losing in our minds. That is a minds. new street class overall track it's record. Stock and it's like eight tenths of a second slower than the street, like, street modified overall yeah, street record. Street class like, versus street modified. This is a stock vet with tires <laughs> and suspension. Yeah. That's what, what sort but of times. Adam, and then Adam, Adam is like, oh, Abe needs to definitely go and check that one out. Like, yeah. something talking, is going on. We're joking around how there's, like, a nitrous shot in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, he must have a sneaky pee bottle up in his pants. And he's plugging it in. Those, yeah. And then it turns out, guess what? As Frickin soon as we go off air, freaking Abram's wife is there. Abram's <laughs> wife is there and goes, oh, by the way... That was Tomo driving. Yeah. We can 100% ah. blame Abe for this because Abe is sending me Facebook messages. Hey, there's a Corvette at the front of grid for you to drive. Are you coming? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I'll be right there. So it was funny. It's I, Abe's fault. Right after we learned that, I got on the radio and I radioed up the timing. Uh, our buddy James Hoden had reset the overall grid life track record. Yeah. And Sick. I go, uh, Austin did timing. And I go, this is timing. I was like, uh, can you please just confirm with me that uh, Tom O'Gorman was also not driving James Houghton's car <laughs> earlier in the day? Breaking all records, Tom. One could only dream when yeah. you say that. So how James, if you're listening, James did very well today. James, James did really well. So James lost fifth gear. No fifth gear. In his first all. session today. Broke fifth gear. It's non-existent. He has a six-speed transmission. He broke the grid life overall time attack record by like a second and a half. Without a fifth gear. Yeah, without a fifth gear. 22s at Road Atlanta. So crazy. 22s in August. Smoking. 22s in August. Let me. Uh, what session did you do that in? The last one. So the very the last, last session. One. Let me attest. The track was garbage. The that last session was. It was We'd greasy. Just done real drift. Bad. Yeah. We yeah. just done a drift session. <laughs> so props. So uh, whatever happens tomorrow happens. I don't know if James is going out again, but man, there is time left in the car. And last night James was. We did a show last night, and it was kind of a. Kind of a wild it was a mess. shit show. It was a mess. Maybe but, we'll put it out. Maybe we won't. I but, don't know. No, we're putting that out. All right. That nice. is exactly what we need to put out. But James Jimmy was has like, spoken. James was like, I'm just going to send it. It's going to be rad. And he did. And it was. A little ruckus burnout going on. Yeah. Trying to. Those CBT transmissions here. don't like that that much, so, though. So, Christian, how so, do you like your old Ford R? So, and I'll, I'll, I'll respond, but I want to hear your feedback on it also. Because greatest car ever. Did, did all three of you drive Dan today? I didn't. No, you, you I did not Eric, have the distinct Eric Cattell did. Eric's yeah. one of the Real deal Cattell. Eric, Eric, Eric oh, intern Derek got yeah. to drive it too? Intern yeah. Derek. Dang. No, no Derek. Yeah, and, and Derek is the only person who, after a limited number of laps, came in. He's like, I think something's broken on the car. <laughs> Nothing's broken. No, he's he's never going to get a buy-in. <laughs> <laughs> he's wanted to buy into this car for a while. Man, that's he's easy to burnouts. It's getting smoky over there. Yeah. If you would like to know who is responsible for these burnouts, you can go to Auto Assets. <laughs> Auto Assets in Ohio. Because this is a riveting like podcast content. Oh, yeah. You should see this burnout. Hey, hey! 
the burnout is huge. That's actually a pretty good burnout early. for a ruckus. I'm podcasting here. I'm podcasting here. What I had to point out is that Auto Assets was kind enough to buy the beer this evening. I had multiple beers. I can't hear you. There's a ruckus making too much noise. There's a ruckus over there. Hey, what's the ruckus over there? Stop doing that. We're trying to do a podcast. Sorry. And you're going to listen to this like next Tuesday. Remember this moment, Ed. We're not plugging him this time. No. 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 Yep. Auto Assets does bad things. He does bad things over there, that guy. Auto, auto, oh, he did pick me up at the airport yeah, and bring me all the way and to the airport. He did Christian did awesome work on my car. Yeah. Is that not the best, like, rock The show's not very good without a mic. Yeah. Buddy, buddy. Just saying. I that. heard someone likes the tech support. Get out of your promo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We drove the, we yeah, drove so the sedan. We, we drove the sedan. Yeah. Um, I think I did. Two or three sessions in it today. Okay. Two sessions. I did one. Had passengers in it um, all day. I think every time the car went out, it had somebody in it. Good. That's uh, what it's for. That's yeah, what we. For. It's not exactly the Road Atlanta taxi, yeah. but it is one of the taxis. Stock D16 in it, basically. And uh, we were rolling around today on Falcon Azenus 615K brand pluses. New. We bought brand new tires for it. We, Stickers. we Falcon Tire, official uh, partner of it, Good Life. Yeah, it turns out when you buy brand new tires with five people, it's really cheap. It, it was insanely cheap. <laughs> it was the cheapest tires ever. Well, and, you know, the Falcons, we picked them out because of, uh, well, their heat tolerance, how well they do on yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. And these are also 195 6014s. So our uh, yeah, we ran fourteen. So they're inch. interchangeable with your BMX bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're fourteen-inch Team Dynamics yeah. wheels. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they work on the fourteen-inch team, di- team Dynamics, but they have a monumental marshmallow sidewall, so you can jump all the curbs. It's like driving a car in Dude, the dirt. Going over turn three, don't even feel it. No, it feels like it has pimp shocks because it has so much tire. <laughs> So fun, dude. So fun. What a great day driving that car. I it, drove it one time, and I, I cannot wait for tomorrow. It is. Cannot wait. Loads of so fun. So good. Oh, did I tell you guys I almost wrote it off? No. What happened? Really? Okay, no, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Everything was fine. <laughs> kind of like, like when I drove Christian ship C5 uh, Corvette, yep. a gingerman. Almost wrote it off. Didn't, no. didn't come loose at 90 miles an hour. No, it was fine. No, no big, big deal. deal. I did not get it crossed up on the entry to the S's <laughs> at the end of the day when the track was garbage. I didn't mm. get it crossed up in one at about 80-some miles an hour either. I, that never happened either. Well, you know, thankfully with a long wheelbase, <laughs> if you had, it's easy to catch. Just just stand on it and steer it, baby, <laughs> and it fixes itself. Somehow it fixes itself. It's, it's, it is a magical chassis. The, the, <laughs> there was something about those tires, the greasiness of it was so fun. <laughs> I had so much fun. Well, yeah, it, no. it was a really good, it was a nice, uh, it was kind of a nice respite from running, you know, doing the text messaging app and running the trackside support and, like, doing the things. It was so good to get in that car. I'm so glad it was here. I'm so glad we found it and bought it. So, wow. Axel just walked up. Yeah, so yeah. Who, who actually found it for sale again? I did. You so did? I, when Blake uh, and who owned it? Who owned it was it uh, Tyler Rats. Blake Tyler, and Tyler. Blake, Blake and Tyler, they bought it from Christian. They rented it out, and then Tyler sold it on eBay. And it, was, it was up here in Atlanta for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, Blake. Because I remember, like, you... You tried to get me to buy it. Yes. When they it was were on Atlanta it. Craigslist. And it was like seven or eight grand yeah. at the time. And it was a good deal. And it was a good deal then. Because Christian had just spent way more than that building it. So they <laughs> yeah. sold it on eBay Sucker. to a dude in Florida. And the dude in Florida was, I, I got his email from Blake. 
And I sent him an email five years ago, and I said, if you ever want to sell it, blah, 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 here's my email. And he immediately replied back to me. He immediately replied back to me, no, I, I don't want to sell it. I'm going to drive it. Turns out he wanted to drive it exactly two days in HPD condi conditions, and then it would be parked for five years. Yeah. It, and then he remembered that he had my email, and he emailed me. When was this? Like July or June? Yeah, it was. No, it was longer ago than that. It yeah, was, it was, like, a while it was ago. like probably six months ago. And uh, and he he said, I I'm, I want to buy a Porsche. I want to sell it. And I said, How much do you want for it? And he quoted a number, or he said a number that was so low. <laughs> It was, it was exactly one tenth of what Christian spent building it. Pretty much, yeah. it was. It was and so it had like low. Five weekends on the car. Yeah, it was so low. It's a perfect car. The group chat. Adam's like, "Hey guys, we just bought a car. Yeah, it, it wasn't even a question. It yeah. was. Yeah, we're buying this car. And so. if you guys didn't want to do it, I was just going to figure out a way to buy it myself because yeah. it was way too cheap. So yeah, but yeah, we had a good time with that thing today. Yeah, so. dude, it, it was so, great. So, Tom O'Gorman, you bought an ITA car also. I did. This this yeah. story sounds really familiar because I have two stories like that. Yeah? Yeah. I bought a uh, an 89 Civic autocross car that came with two engines, a transmission, two sets of RPF1s. Like, I could literally crash it into a ditch on the way home and still make money off of it. Came with a lot of spares. Uh, and I have that sitting. Okay. And then uh, a year later or so, another I ITA Civic hatchback. EF came up for sale. How many do you have? I have two. Those two. I didn't know you had two. I do. You got, <laughs> I only knew about the yeah, one. So, so I have I have Turkey, yeah. which is Gravy's equivalent, a.k.a. Dan. Yeah, yeah. And then I have the autocross streetcar equivalent. So, both of oh, them because okay. it's like, okay. this is dumb not to buy it. Of yeah. course I want to buy that. Of course I want to buy all the that EFs. That STS car, does it happen to have a hoof print on the roof? It does have a hoof print on it, yes. Yeah, I used to own it. You used to, you used to have it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. No, Everybody I, I, and their mother. So is this no, like no, the no, car no. version of Eskimo Brothers? I, I, is I that used like... to own that car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's everybody's really? own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I own that one too. Like the connectivity of all this is crazy. The guy right. who bought my Miata that I just sold right. used to own this same car, and he walked into the warehouse where they were stored and went, I used to have a car like this, and he's walking around and he looks above it. I used to own this car. It had this hoof print on it. What's his name? What's, What's his the name? story with a hoof print? Oh, shoot. Luis. Roberto. Roberto. He's from here? Here, yeah. That's the guy that bought my STL car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he bought my STL Civic. That same guy. Yeah, yeah, he texted me, and he's like, I'm thinking about buying Tom O'Gorman's Miata. Do you know anything about Miatas? I'm like, no. And then that was where and that also, ended. that guy's awful. Don't buy his car. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so bizarre. What's, what's the story with this hoof print? I think we're all, like, related now or yeah, something. No, I, we Eskimo are, brothers, dude. Uh, dude, yeah. we're all fishing in the same hole. And then Prince is right over there. What's with the hoof print? Or no, print Kevin though? Bacon, not Prince. I don't know why yeah. I said Prince. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's yeah. right over there. Seven degrees, Kevin Bacon. But yeah, no, the That's fine. story it's 1 with the hoof print. It's 1 a.m. at Good Life. It's not a big deal, Tom. You the story with the I want to hear this. Exactly. I'm too tired. There's a tiny Japanese van right there with Chris Stewart inside of it. Hey, another K car. But yeah, no, the story with the hoof print, if I recall correctly, as I heard it, is that, yeah, that basically he clipped the deer driving somewhere. No, clipped my, deer. My, the version I heard yeah. was they were on their way. Wow. They were on their way to an autocross bright and early, not bright and early, dark and early, and all of a sudden down the highway there's a caravan of autocross drivers headed to an autocross, and a deer does out of the bushes, onto the highway, off the yeah. roof of the car, 
into the median and into the next lane without skipping a beat. He was hoofing uh, it, bro. Just, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, how did I see that one? Are you playing yourself? <laughs> they always surprise me. The puns always surprise me. Every single fucking time. That's terrible. It's the greatest. You should be ashamed. <laughs> so to this day, the hoof print is the there. The hoof print yeah. remains. Right. So it's awesome. on the roof. Where's it at? Right on the roof. Right uh, on the side of the roof. <laughs> That's got to be an illegal arrow modification. The roof, probably. The roof. Yeah. <laughs> like a ball effect. So, how's your year going, Tom? F uh, yeah, I was just going to say, fun fact, I tried that on my uh, on my TCR car. Really? Tom, yeah, two, Tom, we won. For those of you listening, I don't think we really talked about it on the show much. No. Uh, Tom has a new race car that he gets to drive. Yeah, it's Tom been gets to drive. on a somewhat regular basis now. It's been almost now. two years, I think, since I've been on to talk yeah. about my race cars. It has cars. been a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Early no, this year. It hasn't been that long. Chandler, Chandler is Chandler looking very bomb. majestic as he rolls away on that golf cart. <laughs> Chandler and Monica. Get so, it? We named the set of lights after it worked. The, so, the chandelier lights. Now the the chandelier. The, the chandelier lights. So, so Tom, how is uh, how is being a uh, professional race car driver? How is that treating you? <laughs> what has happened in the last year or whatever? Um, it's surreal. It's. I, I literally have to I'm, on the race weekends every day stand back and. Like take in everything that's How did this going happen? on. <laughs> Literally that, yeah, a hundred percent that. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. I sort of had that like feeling. Like chills every time. Yeah. So I, I got the chance again to race full time. Uh, party with, bullies sounds uh, like it is having a good Party bullies just time. met the Spectro Racing. Exactly what happened. That? I think there's going to be a black hole or something uh, over there. <laughs> So what's what happens when my pasta hits my anti-pasta? All the beer will drain through it. So yeah, I, I'm racing the, the the same Civic Si full time and World Challenge, and yep. then mid year, um, a team that had been racing a car in IMSA Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge uh, bought a second car, and to rewind. I met a crew guy from that team in 2015 when I went out and did the crowdfunding race at yeah, Laguna, yeah, and yeah. we've talked about that before. So uh, it stayed in touch ever since, and uh, the guy had been vouching for me that when he started working for this team, we need to get Tom in a car, we need to get Tom in a car. And uh, I was their driver change assistant at Daytona. I was the driver change assistant at Mid-Ohio. Oh, got okay. to know some of the crew guys. And uh, this team decided to, to buy a second car because one came up for sale. Uh, it's an Audi RS3 LMS TCR. It's the full name. Mm -hmm. uh, and starting at, uh, I guess, Watkins Glen, yep. they invited me to, to come drive it. Uh, and this is a mess. Full mess. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like half of the Formula Drift Field, like chanting a land golf cart. How come Gridlife Vuvuzelas are I have thing? no idea what's happening here. <laughs> awesomeness. Fun. Awesomeness is happening. So you're driving a TCR car? Yeah, so these cars, they're, they're all... TCR is basically a, a prep level, like GT3 or GT4. Yeah. Like it's a homologated, yeah. manufacturer-built car. It's 2-liter turbo, front-wheel drive, aerodynamics... Like big sticky tires, paddle shift, like they're full on race cars. They're they're. Is that a class like, that like they've been racing in Europe for a while? It's kind of derived from like a BTCC yeah. style it's like, car. It's like BTCC okay. like yeah, because all the manufacturers, a lot of them seem to have like 
turnkey-ready cars already yeah. available. Yeah, so it, it kind of existed in Europe and, and Asia, and it's now global, where everybody's kind of bought into it. Yeah, and TCR, so yeah. Audi and Volkswagen have a, a similar car underneath. It's a Golf and an RS3, and then Honda has one. Uh, the Type With the R, CTR, yep. Yep, the, the Hyundai has one, but they're, really? it's basically an Elantra. Are there but, any of those that are being run in the yeah, States? Yeah, in World Challenge, really? there's two of them. Yeah, they're yeah. slaying it this year. Really? Yeah, they're really, really wow. fast. Uh, the Hondas are doing really, really well. Uh, Alfa Romeo has one. And then, obviously, in Europe, a bunch of manufacturers like Peugeot and Renault and Vauxhall and all them, they have cars that aren't in the United States, but yeah. maybe will be someday. Uh, but anyway, this, this team has had a second car. They bought a second car, and I got the opportunity to drive it. Um, the first weekend went really well. We led a bunch of laps. We, we did really well. The second race, we were on pole. We led almost the entire race until the line. We lost right by point oh six seven, yeah. <laughs> which oh. was the third closest finish in history of the series. Uh, in this history of IMSA? It, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. rad. Wow. Crazy. That's insane. Uh, the third race, we gave Continental Tire a bunch of branding on the second lap. <laughs> yeah. We blew the engine up by hitting a banner. And then yeah. the fourth race, we won. Yeah. So it's, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> so so running Pirelli World Challenge in TCA versus yeah. TCR in IMSA, um, what are the weekend experiences like? How different are those two series? It's pretty different, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, World Challenge is a little bit more of a family-style paddock, I would say. It's a little more... Uh, community a little more. I mean, it's not grassroots per more se. More club race but than pro race, or it. I mean, I don't want to say it's club race because it's definitely serious business. But yeah. it's a little more. It seems like yeah. A little more plugged into one another because it's okay. sprint races. Things happen a little more quickly. But That's it means true. You're a talking more sprint downtime. versus smaller enduros. Yeah, and, and then yep. in IMSA, it's a two-hour race minimum. So yep. there's a lot more a lot more time that goes into things. Plus, the the time split between drivers means the sessions happen a little differently. Um, so it's it's definitely been a learning experience. Yeah. To go from the World Challenge weekends that I've been used to for three years to going to the IMSA races, weekends. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, EuroParts.com is the team, um, and they've done a super good job of hiring and bringing in the right people to do the job. So we have a we have an engineer, Eric, who is on the car, who's literally in like global demand of GT3 cars and specializes yeah. in like Lamborghinis and and that type of car. And he he happened to be available to do this this Audi front wheel drive TC car. And that's cool. He's killing it. And then my my co-driver is Kenton Cook, who came out of the Mazda MX-5 Cup ladder and ran yeah. Insta Lights and then prototype Challenge cars and now prototype three cars. Yeah. And he's gonna come drive this. You know, doesn't he have a Rolex from one of the twenty? He too. does, and he rocks it every day. Freaking crazy. <laughs> nice. And I literally couldn't have gotten luckier with, like, a better teammate yeah. the first time out because he's got so much experience. But it's still a front-wheel drive touring car, and that's, like, my specialty. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's learning as much off of me as I am from him. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's like, it, like I said, it's I could go on and on and on and on about how surreal it is. <laughs> so surreal. It's like, I can't believe I'm doing it. So it's, it seems like versus PwC, which is sprint race based, like you, like you talked about, it's... Yeah. It seems like there's a lot, from listening to the races and watching the races, there's a lot of strategy with pit stops and yellows and like, you know, or like, you know, it, it, there's so much more that goes into it. How has that racing been different? Is it more like, are you, are you sprint racing every race or you guys have a goal when you start out? Is it pre-planned? Like, how does that work? It's kind of both. Okay. Um, part of it is the way that the rules are set in IMSA. Yeah. There's not a lot. 
there's not a lot of strategy that can really go into it okay. because the I mean the, the short version is if a full course caution comes out yeah the pits are closed then the pits open for the fastest class then the pits open for us the next okay. lap then they do a wave around of all the cars that didn't pit then they do a class split of so the faster really cars trying and the slower to pull cars. the strategy out of it exactly. as far as pit stops. so there's not a lot of decision making See, in the in, in the in the live stream they talk so much about like pit strategy and stuff and there but, is some, but it really boils down to how quickly can you do your pit stop yeah. once the okay. moment hits that you're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, I mean, Kenton and I have our driver change down to like 17 seconds. Full door cow. open, the door shut. 17 seconds? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, we have That's to knock impressive. it out as fast wow. as possible because cool. all the strategy that goes into it is really being prepared to make the pit stop and then doing it as fast as possible. How, how many times do you practice a thing like that? Um, the first time, actually, I was finishing. So Kenton was getting out. I was getting in. Kenton's yeah. like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. I'm only 5'10", so we're a little yeah. different size, a little bit. And uh, we practiced for about an hour. Wow. Then the next race, he was finishing. I was starting, so we had to restart. I was getting out. He was getting in. It took us like 45 minutes to get it down. Right. Uh, and then after that, it's kind of second nature. I use a pad so that I fit in the seat after, you know, he's taller, so he gets in. And they basically have to tell me to remember my pad and <laughs> remember to unplug my radio. Like, I, I'm still basically Tom. a child. They have to kid glove me, and they have to yeah. tell me what to do. But Don't um, forget your fruit snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's I mean, it's, it's really down to speed and the team, like, yeah. delivering a pit stop that's really good. Um, and then also, it's a, it's a 300 horsepower front wheel drive car. Yeah. So yeah. tire management, like they fall off pretty hard. Yeah. As good as the tires may be, or as you know, whatever the situation may be. So is, we kind of have to manage the tires quite a bit for the first stint, and then yeah. the second stint is like manage them until you're racing for the win. And is that kind of by design by the series so that I don't know, from a compound I think, and tire selection standpoint? I mean, realistically, IMSA is a NASCAR series, and they know how to make entertaining racing. So whether or not it's by design or not, you still have I think to work it makes for it. really good on-track racing because yeah. the pit stop matters very little. Yeah. Okay. And usually the pit stops happen under caution because there is a lot of caution with 50 cars on track and a yep. bunch of different classes. Wait, people crash cars in series other than Grid Life? <laughs> That's not what I read online. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only a track days and like time attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I exactly. thought it was only because, yeah, why, yeah. we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> only when the time attacks yeah, you. Yeah, Facebook yeah. told me differently. Yeah. Facebook will tell you things. Um, as far as... Uh, um, the, the prep for each weekend mentally for you, do you do anything differently for the PwC versus IMSA races? Because you're driving such different cars. No. No? I'm just happy to be there. Yeah? <laughs> what, what is your weekend prep? Do you do a lot of like do you do in-car footage watching? Do you do simulators? Do you do visualization? How do you get, uh, how do you work towards a weekend? I mean uh, at this point I've been to most of the tracks okay. um, that we go to. Yep. So I know the track, and I've driven the cars. So we have the practice sessions to kind of figure out the car. Set the car up. And, yeah, and, yeah, and I've been qualifying the car for the past three weekends. We've been on pole for all three of them. 
Bragger. So it's kind of like in practice, we figure out what the car is going to be like when we throw stickers at it, yeah. sticker tires, and then we send it into qualifying, and yeah. three out of three, it's been good. But it's maybe a combination of I'm just excited to do it, and I'm happy to be there, yeah. and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but it's also... I live on the road and I show up to the track, you know, That's kind true. of yeah, coming you, from other tracks you're, you're and on the road I don't have the time to think about it. Yeah. So it's probably pretty beneficial to just show up and try to deliver no. rather than have this anticipation of like, don't think, just do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. With shifting from sprints to enduros with a co-driver, is it, is there an acclimation period where you have to figure out kind of a, you know, from a setup standpoint, is he looking for something different in the car or do you guys have similar enough driving styles that it works for both of you or is that's, that even taken into consideration? No, that's totally into consideration. And it's also been super interesting because he comes from uh, Kenton, my co-driver comes from MX five cup cars and then a lot of prototype cars and he's yeah. driven GT three cars, which are heavy downforce cars and prototypes and I come from front wheel drive touring cars so our styles I would say are very different but our, our wants from the car are very similar Okay. Um, so we do a ton of data work and we look at basically if you boil it down to styles he sends it into the corner faster and is later to the throttle and is faster to the apex but slower off the corner Okay. Yeah. and I'm earlier on the brakes and I'm earlier on the throttle and I come off faster at, but come in slower so we figure out basically like what corners who's faster in and we adapt to each other's styles but when it comes to you you ask like endurance racing versus yeah, I mean, sprint as far racing as, yeah because with the sprint car you can set it up not only around what you want out of the car yeah. but also what the data tells you you should have sure so with an enduro where you have a co-driver and maybe you guys want disparate things yeah is it do you find a middle ground on it or do you look at the data and figure out no so we so he and i want very similar things yeah. okay. we adapt driving styles yeah. to kind of what we know the car is going to need but also the engineer eric is really good at knowing to prioritize longevity over speed yeah so like we don't even actually put a qualifying setup on the car we just qualify what the race car is going to be because there are only at most like 10 cars in our class so worst case we're like on the fifth row of the class okay yeah over a two-hour race being intense not as important yeah. at the start yeah, versus being on pole at the start is not a big deal yeah no and sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say so we my only goal when i'm starting is to make sure that the car is drivable when Kenton gets it so he can finish. Unfortunately, two out of the three races I've done, I've kind of messed that up a little bit. But <laughs> That's what I was going to ask next, you know, like having a co-driver now, yeah. do you feel a certain responsibility? Like say you're, you're oh, starting yeah. off the lead stint. Oh, yeah. Do you play it just a hair bit more conservative because you, you feel like you have responsibility to make sure that he can get his stint in? Yeah, you try to, but it's also a, it's so intense because there's multiple classes on track. So there's right. there's the fastest class is GS, and they're like Mustangs, Caymans, Mercedes, AMG. Yeah. Like I yeah. mean, it's like fast supercar, rear wheel right. drive stuff. Now, if you're and driving then, like the second stint, yeah. do you feel more of an obligation? Say you need to pick up a couple more positions. Is the pressure higher? Well, the, knowing the that it's not only your result, but it's also his result. Yeah, I mean, the pressure is actually at the start. I mean, I feel pressure because more. More, more so than like there are these challenge. faster cars that I am 
still, even though I'm in a slower front-wheel drive touring car, I'm actually faster than they are because we make speed in different ways and our ultimate lap time is faster. I feel a lot of pressure to kind of pick off a couple of those cars and try to make a gap where in the TC, in the World Challenge races, I should say, in the, in the race where I'm by myself, the sprint race, we are so much slower than the cars we're on track with. We're actually on track with these TCR cars, which I'm driving in the other series. Right. We're so much slower than they are, no matter how bad the driver is in front of me, who's at the very back of TCR in that series, they're still way faster than I am. So I never have to worry about traffic in front of me wearing an IMSA in the TCR car, and I'm with these GS cars that are, you know, these supercar rear-wheel drive cars that have 200 or more horsepower than me. I feel a lot of pressure to like get in front of a bunch of them because I am genuinely faster than they are just in a different way to like make a gap and then make my stint as comfortable as possible so that I can take it easy on the car and then so there's kind of this like starting lap pressure there's I mean literally the joke is you can't win the, the race in, on the first lap in the first corner but you can yeah. really improve your position but I can drastically change the makeup of the race yeah. by passing like six of them versus two of them so there's a lot of pressure that way, but also you have to be, you have to manage like the risk and reward of it. Um, and then also they're kind of wild cards. So if you're, you're pushing hard and you're keeping up with the field and then all of a sudden you're leaving the carousel of Road America and three of them crash into each other and you have to bail off the track and you collect a Continental Tire billboard. That will happen. <laughs> Your engine blows up, and then what, you don't get to finish what, the race. So what the type of tires for those? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speak from, yeah, that's a real thing that happened. Yeah, when you, when you put a billboard in front of your car, the radiator doesn't work very well. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, they got it back together, though. You, uh, they did. You did pretty well the next time. We felt pretty blessed to be there, and then we got to win that race. So it was, yeah, that's it was awesome. pretty incredible. How, uh, how was that car in the rain? Because you had a really rainy, like, <laughs> crazy start. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the race that we won, it started dry. We were on the pole. Yeah. Um, made up a couple of spots on these, VIR, these, these right? faster cars at VIR. Yep. yep. And then lap five, it started to rain hard, but only on half the track. So if you know VIR, you know from roller coaster to the exit of the lower S's is where it was wet, and then it was literally like a hard line. If you draw a line across the track map, it was then dry. It would go from soaking wet soaking to dry. Soaking wet to totally dry. So it was like the cloud only went over that half of the track. So and you're then, talking from roller coaster, front straight, and yep. one, two, and then dry again. Yep. That's crazy. So yeah. the lap, uh, the circumstances of this race were pretty wild. The, the lap that it started to rain yeah. was also the lap that we got called for a drive through penalty. And it was actually for leaving a gap to the GS field because I know I'm going to run over the back of the field and I'm the pole sitter, so I get to pick kind of my pace at the start. Yeah. But it's also not supposed to be a split start. And they deemed that I had left too much space. Oh. They gave me a drive through penalty. Naughty boy Tom you know, getting a drive through penalty. It was rules-wise fair enough, but also the first time they'd made that call. Yeah. Um, so everybody else was pitting for rain tires, and I pitted for a drive through penalty, and I went back out on dries. Yeah. And I... I made it through turn one kind of and i made it through turn two and three kind of and i got to turn four and the car went absolutely straight yeah. and i went off the track and straight through the grass and into the tires at 20 miles an hour so i full-on stuffed the car into the wall yeah and, <laughs> and, and you know <laughs> and you just kept going figured it well, got got to reverse i mean it's an automatic so right. we, you know 
Yeah, car it's reverse. literally a DSG box, right? Yeah, the same. You know, like yeah. if you went and bought a GTI. The OEM twin clutch, yeah. dual sequential gear. And, uh, as I'm pulling out, like if you go back and watch my video, you can see in my mirrors. As I'm leaving the scene where I put it in the wall, backed out, and pulled away, there's another car that does it exactly behind me. Where if I hadn't moved, if I had moved three seconds later, I would have gotten full trunk and just too. plowed. Yeah. So, so really lucky. I mean, everybody's going off because half the field didn't get wets, half the field did. Yeah. It was a mess. So uh, I got away with that one, kind of, and then uh, built the lead back up, passed for the lead uh, in the drying conditions enough that when I gave the car over to Kenton, we were right there, and then yeah. he brought it home, and we That's won. That's rad. That's really, awesome. Really cool. It was fun to listen to, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't seen the broadcast yet. I haven't either. I listened. We're gonna we're gonna watch it tomorrow at the tailgate house. Yeah, so it's tomorrow the live broadcast. On the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. Fox Sports One tomorrow. That's we're rad. gonna put it on and watch it. And I'm gonna go sit there and watch it like I wasn't there. <laughs> That's rad. Yeah. How? I, so how is uh, PwC going? We haven't talked much about that. You want TCA? I mean, this is probably coming out like a week or more after this, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. I'm going to Hawaii, so whatever you guys right, want to please do. Please send me the final so I have something for next week. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, basically, we figured out, yeah, TCA, uh, it's my Civic SI, and uh, we won the last two races. We swept yep. the weekend at Utah Motorsports Campus. We go into Watkins Glen, and uh, we figured out kind of too late by accident, based on a kind of chance conversation with Calvin Fish, one of our announcers, that I already locked up the championship and won the the championship oh, you for did. TCA. Did you really? Nice. And that is I based you on this great, Congratulations. Yeah. 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 So it was this kind of accident. Like, we thought we needed one more point just to be absolutely sure, like, we secured it. They can't beat us. And uh, and I was having breakfast with Calvin Fish this, the, this morning at, or this one morning at the IMSA race, racing the Audi. And uh, and he asked how I was go or what I thought of how the season shaped out, and I said something about how we need one more point. And he said, "Oh, really? By the by, my calculations, you guys already locked it out, and here's why." So we we started texting with my crew about it. I'm like, "We need to double check this," and we like triple checked it, we quadruple checked it, and it's like it didn't feel real, and it was this slow realization, and it's because. We have a 52-point lead. The maximum number the other competitor can score is 52, which means we tie. At that point, whoever has the most wins wins the championship, and we would both have five if he were to win both races and score that maximum 52. Right. Then we go to second places. I get three. He has three. Third places, I have one. He has zero, and I win the championship. And that's, <laughs> that's if I, what we make it. Wow. That's if I park the car and don't race. Wow. So we're obviously going and racing. Yeah. yeah. The second I score any point or he fails to score a point, I still win. So we basically have it locked. It's a good place to be, weekend, man. Which is, is a relief, and it's so exciting because then we can go in and we try to win. Yeah. As You just try to win. So your, your next race is next weekend at Watkins Glen. Next right? weekend at Watkins Glen. How, how is the car holding up over the year? Has there been a lot of maintenance needed? Um, yeah, I mean, what the, is that it's, thing? It's really been... Yikes. <laughs> That's a scion. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the XA. Whatever. <laughs> 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 crazy, crazy scion XA, like spray painted and like Fiji. Stuff, yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. whatever. There's strange things here. Each their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, how's it, the car held up I, over it, the year? I mean, it's held up great. Like, I mean, a lot of the reason that we've 
done so well is because the car's never broken down. Yeah. And everybody else has broken down at least once. Yeah. So and, and you're the running. car's always fast. The car's always competitive. We legitimately finish on the podium and win races, but we also are the only one that finish every race. And you're running under a good prep shop this year. And we're running so. with real-time racing. Yeah. And they, they take heard. the car home with them. Yeah, those guys. Poor Eddie Somehow looks my so car has tired. no orange on it. Can you believe that? <laughs> You don't have any orange on that car. Not a single splash of orange. Wake we up, need Eddie. some. I'm awake. Eddie's awake. I don't believe you. Eddie's so tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like falling asleep. I'm offended. Am I telling boring stories? I'm trying really it hard to be interesting. It is 1.30 a.m. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is late, Yeah, it's one twenty-six. It? I'm yeah, using a lot of words to tell We almost did a podcast. This thing's 40 minutes 40 minutes already. Are we already? Yeah. yeah. Because like yeah, real time racing, this little race team, they race yeah, little, never heard of them. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Real, they they take my race car back and they make it like new and they bring it back to yeah. the racetrack for us and it's the greatest thing ever. And I literally never have a shadow of the doubt that the car is perfect. That's so good. Because they just they they literally like they take it home, they put it outside on jack stands, they power wash underneath it, it shows up to the track spotless. They have white crew shirts. That never get dirty. You never get dirty fingernails. I mean, it's like a freaking wow. surgeon's so, room, wow. operating room. I heard That's you got amazing. yelled at for putting like your stuff. Oh yeah, I put my junk down the first race weekend, and yeah. I fully got told, "Hey, this place needs to be spotless." Um, like your that, stuff out of your pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not like I put my backpack put and my lid down, down on top of the tool. Yeah. Box. It was like I put a sticker and my phone down, and they were like, "Hey, that needs to be somewhere else." And it's yeah. not like in a in a bad way. It's like. This, this is place, the expectation. We're working yeah. under this tent, and this is this needs to be surgically clean. So, it's, Adam, we need to talk to Mike Taylor Racing. Oh, man. Up on the city you see Mike Taylor's garage? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many cars and so many parts. Yeah. So many cars. Because I, I'm going to tell you, I think the level of prep that he's bringing for free to the sedan. Oh, it's excellent. <laughs> He it's pretty good, open, but when he's, he retires, he's got a ways to go. When he retires, he needs to open. That's unacceptable. Yeah. I, I I had to put 25 cents into the car today. 25 cents. How dare he? Man. I did. I had to fix the uh, the brake pedal. You're going to need a refund. Yeah, to get the brake lights to work. I think when Mike Taylor retires, he needs to open a shop. That way you can <laughs> say you took your car to get tailored. <laughs> Taylor made, man. Taylor made. Awful. Taylor made racing. It's 35 yeah. minutes since Sorry, the last that one was off the cost. Don't worry still. about it. No. <laughs> it made me you know, I wonder if he's any good with fence driving. I'm going to throw this mic down on the ground. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know. It's, it's I just said just no. at Eddie's feet. So, uh, so you're racing at Watkins. Uh, are you racing at IMSA again? Or? Yeah, I mean, uh, so next week is a good week. I'm racing at Watkins Glen yeah. over the weekend for World Challenge. I fly straight to Lincoln, Nebraska, and I race my favorite car ever, a Porsche 914-6 autocross car. So back in the 914? Autocrosses at Save Solonash. Save uh, You do? Yep. Is it a Hot Wheels car? No, it's a swap <laughs> car. A swap car. His is oh, cool. wild. Dave Montgomery's yeah, is Yeah, so this wild. car was built by, like, Alex Job Racing and Greg Fordall, oh, who are, like, these, these Porsche gods. On their way across the country. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eddie's big into the Porsche. And it's one, um, you guys can't hear Eddie's side of the conversation. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> audible, but I'll try to do play-by-play. -play. He knows Porsche stuff, too, and he knows stuff about this car. But it's won nationals the last five years, two of which five driving, years, five years in a row. Dave drove three of them. I drove two of them. Yeah. He wants to keep the streak alive, so I get to drive it again. That's awesome. Two chances. He's driving it also. Or no? He's driving it with me. Yeah. So he and I both have a chance to win. 
Uh, and then I fly, so Watkins Glen, Saturday, Sunday, Solo Nationals, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, fly to Laguna Seca, IMSA, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in the Audi. That's a wild 10 days, That's dude. That's a great, it's like seven days. It's like a single week. I mean, week. Fr- like from now, it I, seems from like. From now, that's only, yeah, it's a couple even days fathom. <laughs> I can't either. Dude, I just want to go home so and rad. sleep. We've only been doing this for three days. Yeah, I don't so. get to do that. Um, He's got the drive, man. Yeah. Jeez, oh, <laughs> drive a couple of things. <laughs> the, so bad. The smirk on his face from like, hey, did you see what I did? <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got him. <laughs> Man, Hanson's always got food. God. What do you got here, Hanson? What are these? What is this? Smoked chicken. Smoked, Smoked chicken. chicken. Smoked. Into that. Smells amazing. I will. We're into this show for 43 minutes. I think we had a podcast. Here. I think that's good. I think it's just some meat somewhere. Where can people find out more and uh, follow along on all of your yeah. endeavors? Yeah, I post. Uh, I try to keep everything up to date at, uh, at Tomo Racing on Instagram, Tomo Racing on Facebook, TomoRacing.com. Uh, you can watch the IMSA stuff. The uh, The team is eEuroParts.com. The World Challenge stuff, uh, world-challenge.com, imsa.com, all that good stuff. Like, it's literally anywhere you can Starting Google Starting to lose stuff. me. Yeah. Sand.com a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's all really exciting. Oh, Tom.com. So exciting for <laughs> so, you, man. I'm, so, I'm so pumped. I'm, dude, I, I think it's amazing. So coming from someone who's been an autocross or a track day club racer guy, it's really cool to see one of our own people. One of us. One of us. Seriously, I mean, it's you. It's so rare that you see somebody with the talent, the drive, the personality, actually get the ride. So it's 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 cool from the outside seeing all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. It's an amazing, amazing career arc. And it means the world. Like, I mean, thank you. That means the world from yeah. people I know. But it also means the world to people I don't know who walk up on every race yeah. weekend and go, "I've been so following right. you on Instagram for two and a half years, and you've been doing really cool stuff." Oh yeah. It's like. Dude, That's the, surreal to me that you know yeah. anything the about any of this. That you have, Adam and Austin, that you guys have through Grid Life, is especially them. Dude, it's huge. Yeah. What's Grid Life? I don't know. Never it's, it's some dumb car show. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all good. All <laughs> good. And uh, you know, Christian, and I would just like to point out that uh, you know. You, on your own, have severely influenced the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Christian Ship, making sure that uh, about 14 episodes in, we got that nice explicit rating. That was good. <laughs> I yeah. did it for the children. <laughs> yep. Do it for the babies. Thanks yeah. for keeping it clean for my image, man. Well, yep. you know, I, I do try to. Yeah. Let's get a nice swear word in. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, mean, I think it's uh, about time for us to ship out. Yep. Uh, oh, my God. You're the worst. No wonder you're not on the show every week anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to be. I'm so glad that Austin's back right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. We did two shows so far. We have. And one of them, James Houghton put the mic entirely in his mouth. <laughs> entirely in his mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know about Canadians. Oh, it's going to be terrible. I, watermelon all night. Yeah. Cross your fingers, folks. Strap in. James Houghton put the mic in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mike? Uh, <laughs> lucky fella. <laughs> Which one of ours? <laughs> I want to literally go party at the Spectro Racing Dude, uh, party so right now. The Spectro we should go do that. Guys, we should go over there. Yeah, I would yeah. like to go there right now. Well, Let's go wake Eddie up and see oh, if he can wait. party. Bro. Eddie's awake. Hey, you hey, you hey, were, Eddie, were asleep. Are you having a good show. time? I have pictures <laughs> and video to prove it. Okay. 
I was sitting here taking pictures and video of you, laughing my butt off. So, You're fucking lying. No, I'm so going. I, I really want to thank everybody. We're not going anywhere. Just everybody that uh, came out to Grid Life South this weekend. Oh, it's great. If, uh, we had a lot of listeners. I've had probably 50 listeners talk to me. Uh, a lot of a lot of people in Grid. A yeah. lot of drivers listen to the show. And I just love it. I just love that you guys came out and... Uh, to, yesterday was hard because of the time attack incidents. A couple drivers just having road Atlanta problems. Today was so amazing. It was so good. And then Tom O'Gorman beat all the records. All the records. <laughs> you mean Josh Orr? Josh Orr. <laughs> Josh Orr beat Josh the record. Told, for, Josh or Gorman. Uh, so. For those of you that uh, weren't able to be here, we did a live stream for the first time. Yeah. It will, a- be, it will be up on YouTube at some point. Well, I'll edit it down. Yeah, it's not live anymore. It's, not it'll be up. it's down. It'll no, be up I mean, it's after it's all currently. edited, uh, and you'll be able to see where uh, we proclaim Josh Orr is. <laughs> yeah, and it was a new actually, record holder by about a second and a half. I'm going to be Tom Gorman in the car. <laughs> Aren't they adorable? Those are adorable socks. <laughs> There's been, yeah, Sally McNulty, former guest yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, she turned 19 today. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it, Sally yeah, McNulty is the smiliest person I've ever met. She's that, she's, she's so, so happy. <laughs> she's so happy. All the, and Sally McNulty, the previous podcast guest. Yeah, she freaking rocked it today. Oh, yeah. Really fast. So, I like she actually talked to her. She said, we got one more lap in that session, and I came onto the lap, and I thought, Sally, don't screw up that one corner. And then I went, and I didn't even look at the timer, and then I ran the 33, and I didn't even believe it. And I came in, and I ran... And the guy said 33, and I said, yeah, 33. Oh, my God. I know. That, exactly. She thought her lap timer was broken. So I thought it was smiley. so funny. She's like, she's the happiest. Sally, don't mess this corner up. And then she did she's it. She's so happy. It's like, awesome. That, that's that awesome. is That is like the people like Sally are the future of this stupid 100%. hobby. Like, you need happy people. Mm-hmm. You that's need, my new thing. You I'm need people say, that are having screw fun. this up. And then I'm going to do a 33. Yeah. Be smiley like Sally. Have a good time. Smiley like Sally. I freaking love today. Today was one of my top five days ever at the racetrack. I just had a good day. I drove the Dan. We had a good time at Good Life South. We did live stream things. I drove the Dan in the beginner yeah, session, morning. dude. Yeah. You know what makes you feel like a superhero? Yeah, dude. It is crazy. Don't just pick on them. Running the super slowest. No, it, I, was, I let a bunch of them pass me just so I could see them running the That's down. awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I had so much fun. The beginners were rad. It was a good day. I just had a great day. The concert was sick. What's that? What cars? All of them. They, he, they passed uh, them all. I, I just let them all by and just watched them all down the S's. It was really fun outbreaking them everywhere, though. <laughs> but it was a good day, man. It was a good day. You're a god amongst men. Yeah, it does make beginners. you feel like a superhero when you drive with beginners. But so the, I, the beginners were doing very, very well. Though. So I think I want to run the beginner sessions tomorrow. Dude. Christian, gonna, that's, no. that's how you feel like yeah, way yeah. more manly than you actually are. <laughs> that's terrible. Can I crowd their mirrors and make them crash? No, please no, don't do I that to our poor beginners. No. Only if you flash your lights and honk your horn. Yeah, I, I don't know that the lights Eddie, work. We got the brake lights you're working. Not, I, you're not allowed to pressure the beginners. Eddie's been no. like you're sort not of on the show the for the last 43 minutes. I feel like now that he has a mic, we should probably yeah. I have a mic. I have a mic <laughs> now. I'll leave him alone. Plug, yeah. your, plug your crazy Porsche shop that uh, you charge Christian Ship a bunch of money to pull his motor out of his car. Yeah, but I, uh, Eddie bought me beer. I he bought did. him beer. Were He's you such a sweetheart. Were you, you, I totally love good. you bought beer because he was using money that you gave Eddie. No, well, that's not how it works. No, no, no. Christian gave money to the shop that I work at, which didn't end up in my pocket. No. But Rob bought beer today, and yeah. he works with me. Yeah, Rob's slaying it. 
with four <laughs> whatever. Like that's a gray line. Yeah, sorta. He's my boy. We're good. Christian's full of gray lines. All the Dude, things blur when you're on Christian's ship. Yeah, no, you yeah, go. Yeah. How fine. dare you? Get what out up, of Sam? our trash can, yo. Hey, high fives. All right. So, so anyways, the the, hey. the cool shop. We're in Columbus, Ohio. We do cool things with Porsches. Auto and, assets. Yep, auto assets. We do cool things with Porsches and <laughs> Volkswagens and Audis and BMWs. Uh, anything from getting a new car. We have a dealer's license, so we sell cars and uh, track prep. To or pull Christian's motor out. Normal service. Yeah. Normal service, like welding, cooling pipes. Or a cool job on a 996 yeah. or early 997 or an IMS bearing replacement on those affected cars. That reminds me. i got to do a podcast with Blake Meredith Blake. about IMS. Oh, man, that dude knows everything about M96 motors. Like, dude, it's, that dude it's knows a, everything about M96 motors. Okay, hang on. Refresh me. Wow. IMS. I need to get my bearings. <laughs> Well done. I'm confused. It's a, it's a 10%. I, like, I it's you. published. <laughs> right. the, published number, the published number is 10%. And usually most of those 10% cars are like cars that have just sat yeah. and not oh. been driven and not been loved on. This is getting super Porsche nerdy. Oh. Auto assets in Ohio. Derek yeah. Yarbrough's Dude, back. Auto assets. Yeah. Let's let's shut this Dude. shit down. Super <laughs> awesome. Tom O'Gorman. Anyways, 10% ten, ten of cars. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So if your car's been driven and has good miles, <laughs> yeah. do an oil sample, you can't be send it out, get it checked, you're good. You can't be stopped. You can't be stopped. And if you, you got to take, take, <laughs> take a chance off for something else, yeah. like a well remain or an IMS uh, rubber seal or whatever, then that's a whole other story. But there's a lot of shops that do the whole fear monger thing, and that's not us. So. You guys do know what you're doing over there. Yeah. You seem to have a lot of happy customers in Porsche land. Hey, we try. So, you know. all right, well, thanks for coming out, everybody. It's been, uh, I think it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I wish Tom I talked, talked about talk. things. Tom I talked, talked about lot. PWC things. I'm sorry if that was boring. No, well. <laughs> it was exciting for me. At Blackhawk Farms, I was like, Tom, we got to do a show. And then I was like, holy crap, it's midnight. We got to go to bed. And Tom's going to bed. <laughs> and I got to go to bed. And that's what happened. And now we're doing a show. So, hey, you want to see a cool trick? What's that? Axel, speak. Yeah, this is a speak. good podcast trick. Speak. There you go. That's a good dog right there, man. Boy. That poor dog has been up so late the last two nights. That's my dog. Yeah, that's a good dog. It's good looking. Yeah, this dog. is intern Derek here. Just hey, so intern Derek. Oh my god. <laughs> See still an intern. Four, three years in, still an intern. And everybody's out. The yeah. one. The, <laughs> George, the Georgia State Police is shutting down parties. They just shut down parties. Yeah, shutting down <laughs> parties. Immediately still out. There's like 400 people in. You know, right, I'm gonna go look it. at this party wall. Okay, so well, let's go check Five, out the party four, before everyone else does. Three, two, one. Bye, everybody. Party time.